live. Yep, we're live. Give me a second. Feels good to be back. I haven't done a little segment episode in over a week. In like two weeks. It's been a while. A lot of stuff is marinating right up here. I'm excited. What's up, y'all? It's your co-host, Aaron Bob, back at it again with yet another episode of the in and out podcast. I'm excited for this one. Last night, we were thinking of doing pod late. We just decided to kind of... Pod in the morning. Then we were tired. But we're potting now. Um, we kind of planned last night a lot of good stuff to talk about. Chop it up. Robbie, what we got today? So, we are, we have a few things, but since we're kind of in a transition part of, like, end of our season to off-season, we are, we don't really have games, we don't, we're not fully into, like, working out and all that stuff, so we're going to do a little grinding time, a little product review, and then before that, we're going to chop it up a little bit, um... And since there's so much going on in the MLB, we wanted to do an MLB pod separate that will drop later in the week because there's so much to unpack with what's happening and we haven't researched enough. We want to give ourselves time to really be able to break down all the parts of what's been going on. So uh, That's right. we just, uh, yeah, so most of today is just kind of be chopping it up. Uh, talking about what we'll we'll do a couple other things. Yeah. Um, I know. Talking about our plans for the right. You look pretty tan. Where were you the past week? Uh, so I was at the beach. I think, uh, the people know. Our listeners, the fielders, they know. Um, (laughs) that I was at the beach. Um, got to relax. It was my dad's birthday. We were there for a full week. So it was nice and long. I threw and I did speed and agility on the beach. Other than that, I didn't really do anything. And then I did it. You did it. I didn't swing all week. Uh, it's been a week and a day since I've swung. So. Not a bad thing at all, though. You know, um, good. We had a long season. It's good to go clear your head. Yeah. Um, do a couple other things. So, what kind of agility stuff did you do? Were you on the beach? You did the ladder? Is that what you did? Yeah, I, I brought the agility ladder. Um, I did a lot of the agility ladder. And then um, one day, when I did, like, the hardest day I did, I did the ladder for, like, 20 minutes. And then I did, like, 15 minutes of, uh, like, high knees and then butt kicks and then uh, one-legged hops and then, like, power skips, and then I did, like, uh, different backpedal, and then I sprinted a little bit, just to, like, try and get that explosive feel, get all the feels, have speed and agility. Um, it was some good work. It was some good work, but I, I, like I said, I didn't kill myself. I took the week off for the most part, um, and I'm glad to be back. You know, what I think, when you should go on vacation, I think it's actually really important to take some time off of swinging, um, get your body right, do the necessary things. You gotta get your mind right, you know, able to have some free time out with family, but you also kind of kept your body right a little bit by doing some agility. Um, I, while Robin was at the beach, what did I do? I'm kind of 
towards the end of my, I just, I just finished season last weekend. Was our last term? Was it? Was it? What, was it what, this past hey, week? No, it was, it, was, it was not this past weekend. The weekend before, yeah. I had my last tournament. Um, last week was a lot of kind of. I was chilling a lot. I was hitting with some of the guys here and there. Some tryouts to do. I had. Um, let's see. I just dialed like some light work. Kind of kept my swing up. Played a lot of golf. Um, basically on the PGA Tour right now. Funny story. Here's a got a little got a little golf story for you. I told you this already, but for the position players at home, I went to the golf course. I was wearing my you know my golf clothes and short short khaki shorts, a little golf polo, a little hat. Um, you know, just the typical things. But switched up a little, did a little buff on the golf course just to spread some some positivity, some Save the world from Corona. You know I me. Mean? I wasn't wearing it like as a mask. I was just kind of wearing it around my neck, a little bit of swag, a little bit of flash. But Micah, shout out to Micah Franklin, who hopefully will be on the pod soon. He was talking mad trash. He like he didn't like it. wasn't a fan of the Buffalo golf course. Less than twenty hours later, yeah, less than twenty hours later, they go Tiger Woods press conference. Planned his round in the buff, like in the little thing around the neck. I mean, come on. Doesn't get much better than that. I set a trend. All the golfers are copying. See, I didn't like post it anywhere, but I'm sure there are some spies out in the course, hiding in the fairways, hiding in the trees, taking pictures, putting it on Reddit, and bang, bang. Tiger saw it. Tiger copied. And that's all it is. Thoughts? Thoughts, Ronnie? I don't even know what to say. Got nothing. See, yeah. this is a this is a good time to plug. Shout out my guy Will. Well, Harrison, we're starting a new podcast. Haven't really decided the big topics or the kind of name for it, but it's going to be a lot of stuff like southern stuff. We're going to include a good bit of um, golf, some kind of fishing stuff. And we're going to get the media coverage on some different events here, like the Kentucky Derby, and some kind of just some, just some different stuff. Um, maybe throw in a little bit of kind of sports in the South. Haven't really decided too much, but we're looking forward to looking forward to getting into that. And that uh, that's where you can tell your your future golf stories. Okay, and we can we can keep this to baseball and the things that the people want to hear. Okay, you know, um, um, let's keep it. Let's keep. I it. hope. I hope to go to the pros in baseball. I hope to have a good career. Um, you know, I hope to play the game as long as the game lets me. But when I'm done, when I'm done, you can find me at the range from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Working on my swing, playing rounds. And before you know it, I'll be on the web.com fighting for my tour card. And there I am, the PGA Tour. And I'm going to be like, wow, what a moment. Um, Baseball does translate to golf because I can hit a ball decently far. The other thing, though, the other thing is that it cleans my head, helps me go out there and play. Rami, um, I know you or or it messes up your swing. Which it doesn't because baseball well, actually well also right. That's why you slice the ball so long you shut up. You to clear your head. You play wiffle ball. NLCS is yesterday. Talk us through it. Oh, yeah. Wiffle Ball NLCS, no big deal. Uh, we went seven games, came out on top. We're going to the World Series, no big deal. We are the only team 
with three legit pitchers. Um, I am one of those pitchers, and let me tell you, I figured it out yesterday. I figured it out. I didn't know. I wasn't pitching well all year. Yesterday, I figured it out. Yeah. I was throwing the wiffle ball hard for strikes, and that's all you need to do. You need to pound the zone, got some Ks, got some ground outs, and hey, I, I won us a big game. We came back from a 2-1 deficit in the series, 1-7, and we're going to the World Series, baby. Going to the chip, huh? Going to the chip. Does it feel good? It feels good, and I'm ready to throw a check. Where are you sitting? Where are you sitting? Like forty two in the mound? I think I was sitting like fifties, maybe sixties. Football sixties. Wow. Wow. That's the greatest chat in summer. What was your what's your kind of go to strikeout celebration? You know, are you taunting the other batter? You walking and go back to the dugout like our guy Dylan? I see are you, the big thing we do is uh like okay, so there's only Two, we play three innings, two outs per half inning. Okay. So when I get that second out and I K the guy up, I always just start walking right, like walking away right after I let the ball go, or right out after my teammate lets the, lets the ball go. I'm like, okay, that's K. Like, let's go. Why don't do you strut off the mound at all? Uh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, oh. Maybe I start chirping a lot. I start, I start. Yeah. I, especially when my teammates are pitching, I'll be like, let's go, that's okay, before he's even, even, like, come close to the... So, if you like, tell him that it's a I mean, more likely he's going to strike out. Yeah. yeah. But, like I was saying, I was throwing Ched wiffle ball yesterday, and today, I was throwing it actually a little bit harder than I usually do, I think, the week off. I guess I, I threw a few times at the beach, but I didn't throw long. So I think it helped my arm. You looked real good, except for the three that you, like, left high that hit the brick in the background and almost, like, that came back in, uh, into the on. Hey, hey, I was trying to let it loose. Okay? You were letting it loose. That's how you build Velo. your hand, my God. That's how you build Velo. You let it loose, okay? You don't care about where it, where it's going when you're trying to just come in and throw it as hard as you can. I would agree with that. Hard. I would agree with that. Yeah. At TWS, the weather school is looking good. It's looking today. good. It's looking good. We're back. I love being on the field there. It always gives me good vibes. Next year is about to be crazy. Um, yeah, super fun. I have something to tell you I have to play this week, but batting gloves, toast, right? I'm gripping gloves. Whole palm is coming out of the gloves. Don't even say how yours is worse. So that's Mine is so much worse. Mine is Not so much worse. worse. Yours is like, yours is like, you're hitting and you're like, God, I hate when my batting gloves rip. They're so ripped. You show it to me and it's like kind of ripped. No, it got and then I showed, I showed you mine and it was like 10 times more. You know what? I will post a poll. Yeah, a poll on our Instagram. Whose is worse? And let the people decide. Okay. Because mine are worse. I have two pairs. If I would have used one, they'd be toast for me. Anyway. Two pairs that were that were like the main ones that I'm kind of using at the time. Well, I had three. One was from like before high school season that I came back to using the Bruce Bolts. Those gloves are awesome. They were sick. They ripped. I had my Franklin new power straps, uh, like custom ones from Better Baseball. Those ripped. My Rawlings workhorses, they kind of got a little too small and gross, and then they ripped. 
So Tuck, I had to be a little mixer. Out of all of those, out of all of those, which one do you like the best? Well, I guess. I'll tell you which one. Okay. Because you know I'm a big workhorse guy. I'm a big workhorse guy. I know you're a big workhorse guy. So in high school, in getting your travel season, was using the Franklin Power Shops. I was using those for a while. But there was a weekend when I switched over to Bruce Bolts, and I had seven hits and seven RBIs that weekend. Yes, but you haven't been using the Bruce Bolts at all. I have. I switched over to the Bruce Bolts, and I had seven hits and seven RBIs. When was that? Like three weekends ago. Oh, okay. Well, before that, you haven't been using the Bruce Bolts. No, so I use the Franklins, but I'm a big fan of the Bruce Bolts in terms of the little strap they have on the wrist, but I also love Franklin Power Strap. The workhorse, uh, a lot of people like them. Uh, if Rawlings are listening to this, we love you. The only reason, this is actually fair, why I don't like the workhorses, and Rawlings, if you want to make a custom pair for me. Oh, he went to get him. He went to get him. I want to get something that can act as that, like love now. So, my left hand's here. So, they have that little pad right here, correct? Yeah. Home, but left hand, or right on the, it's your bottom hand, obviously. And they have a little palm thing that goes right on the back. Your top hand normally just sits right on top. But mine, I overlap my pinky over my bottom hand pointer finger. Okay. So my kind of area where the little pad on the workhorses would normally just be on the back, it ends up being on my other thumb. And it's like, wait, I can't maneuver with that. So. Um, oh my god, get out of here. That's the best part of the workhorses is the little pad that they have. Yes, but not when you overlap. So anyway, Rawlings, don't overlap. Then don't overlap. No, shut up, shut up, shut up. Rawlings, if you're listening to this, send us the workhorses, regular pair for Rami, but if you're sending me a pair, take off that little red little uh, right hand. That's the whole pad. idea of the workhorses. Okay, I'm not even going to talk to you. Okay, anyways, anyways. What did you get? What did I do and what did I get? I had to go play, and then the night before, I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to leave in the morning. I didn't have batting gloves. So I took a left batting glove from a, from the batting gloves I got, like, at East College last year. Okay. A right Marucci one. Like, they were both white, but one was smaller, but they worked. I used them today. Hit pretty, hit okay, I guess. Sunday morning, yesterday, went to Dick's, picked up these bad boys. This is kind of a product review, no big deal. You know what? I'll save the product review. Okay. Okay. Anyways, got some batting gloves. We will show you later. Uh, it's next. We'll post next? them on the Instagram. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess we'll get a, a little controversial quote, and I would say flashback, but you, you don't. You, you I've done it before. I've done it before, but I'm not going to do it this this time. You've actually done it. Yeah, I've done it before. Flashback, though. Rami said something. Rami said something like, if I could go back, I would just be a PO and learn all about pitching. Insert that quote right here. End of the quote right here. Rami, you said that, huh? I don't remember when I said that, first of all. But I probably did say that. In the Dylan with Teller interview, you said, if I could do it all over again, I'd go back and be a PO. Okay, probably just because the PO life seems so what? Ill. It's what? just it's so relaxed, man. If you just threw Ched, knew how to pitch, 
and nasty off speed. And like, what do you do? You go, you, you go in, like, you come in shorts, you chill out, you go get your work in, you throw, you run for, you run poles the rest of the day, you get your arm, your shoulder, like, you, you work on your shoulder, you work on your legs, you don't have to work on like, hitting, you don't have to work on fielding as much, you just, or like tunnel vision okay. on pitching. Okay. And just I see that side. I see that side, even though it's stupid. But I would never give up. I would never give up hitting. Okay. But here's why. I hate when my team is like doing bad and I can't. Oh, no. I mean, it's happened. Like your team might not be playing well. I'm not playing well some days. But I hate when I don't have a chance to contribute, right? So if I pitch the day before, I'd just be upset because I love competing. Also, if it's a super close game, I'd want to be in the lineup competing. Like, say we're, and say we're winning six to one, I want to be in the lineup having fun on my teammates. So, in any scenario, whether we're losing, I want to help try to get the team back. I understand. Up. I understand. It's high and it's a team game. I want to help my team win. And if it's, if it's a winning game, I want to be in the game while we're winning and having fun. And as a PO, you don't have time for that. You could be every six games where their other pitcher is shoving every other time and it's not a super fun game. I understand, but the thing is, and I probably wouldn't actually, if you get, if I had the opportunity, I probably wouldn't actually go back and change into a PO, but I probably would have loved to throw harder, first of all, worked at that at a younger age, and be a two-way, you know? I think that would be, pitching on some days, knowing that you're going to start, just seems like it doesn't. Something, something pretty, pretty nice. Wow. Also, knowing like I have a pitch today that I'm done for the day is also like I did my job. You know, I did my job. Bad. If you pitch bad, if you pitch poor, okay. If you pitch bad, then then it sucks. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just interesting. PLO is an interesting side of things. And we're going to talk a little bit about Trevor Bauer later in grind time, but I love his kind of start to the routine, his whole intense throwing day. That, to me, looks cool to kind of be on a routine to chuck some bios, go out there and um, try to go out there and compete. I want to move quickly to Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. These guys... No, we had a golf story. Reese's Puffs next time. This is, we had a golf yeah. story that was completely unrelated to baseball. People don't want to hear about Reese's Puffs. I keep it on my desk. Reese's Puffs. Let me tell you. So, I... Big Special K guy. Big Special K cereal guy. I see your facial expression. But let me... Let me kind of give the people a quick little story. I woke up one morning. My sister... My mom told my sister to have some Reese's Puffs. There were some Reese's Puffs. I think she got them the day before. I tried them, played that day, hit well. It's like, mm, this cannot be coincidence. He's punching breakfast every morning, and it's like I'm on something else when I have my Reese's Puffs. You know what? One of the first times I had Reese's Puffs, I actually was on the way to your house, put some Reese's Puffs in the Yeti, a little milk on top, and I just destroyed that thing. We went and played a ball game. It's okay. all, it was the day at Lake Point. It was the day at Lake Point, right? Yeah. When I hit well, and I'm thinking, like, there's no turning back Reese's Puffs. Okay. So, shout out, shout out to Reese's Puffs for being my pregame breakfast. You guys will be good. I wake up, pound like a few bowls of Reese's Puffs. I'm ready to go. That's fair. Ready That's, fair. That's fair. That's fair. Pregame, 
pregame meal. Like, we all have our pregame meal, you know? Um, I know your pregame My pregame meal, it's, it's called an arepa. It's a Venezuelan dish, arepa. Wow. Oh, no, 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 Hi. You know, for, for the Hispanic crowd. Um, because my mom's from Venezuela, so she makes it for me before I go play anytime. Um, I usually go with egg, because that's a filling one that I feel like, like, lasts me through a game where I'm still not hungry after, where I'm, like, not hungry during the game at all. So, that's always my pregame meal. Almost no matter what. Yep. So, um, I don't know if this should go on the pod. You know what? We'll save it for another episode because okay. episode. Okay. So, good stuff. I'll tell you later. It's, it's controversial. So I'm not gonna really you know. Okay. 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 So I guess we should just get into grind time. Yeah. So uh, seasons are kind of ending. We're kind of figuring out our plans for this coming year, but um, we have a fall coming up in a little bit, but we have. A month, month and a half till then, kind of. Right. I mean, we're just kind of getting, hopefully, going into an offseason rhythm, and the fall games won't start till, you're right, probably six, seven weeks. So, we're trying to find what's the way to offseason train, best way to offseason train. We've actually talked about this a lot. It's been kind of the area that we've been debating hey, what's the best thing to do because there's so much out there? So, what are you kind of looking to do this offseason? First of all, tell me your goals. And then I do a version. What, what, what do you mean? You know what? You know what we're attacking. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're attacking that ninety mile per hour formula, Doctor Heenan. Yeah, that's that is some interesting stuff, and we okay. love that stuff. And love that stuff. Um, oh, the goal is, I don't know if we can do it in the next six weeks, but. That would be awesome. But the goal is basically, if you guys don't know, the 90-mile-per-hour formula uh, created by a guy named Dr. Heenan. He basically broke it down by, um, I guess, as scientifically as you can to, to maximize, uh, maximize your ability to... Um, to throw hard and reduce injury. So that means there's like a checklist of things that he wants you to be able to do. First of all, he wants your weight to be two and a half times your height in inches. So basically, uh, my height in inches is about uh, 70. So basically two and a half times 70 is 175. So my, my goal weight, my, yeah, my goal weight is 175, but mostly muscle with good weight, not fat. And then yeah. I also, what the next thing is, uh, he wants to, he wants you to be able to deadlift 400 pounds. So you, he can see that you can, you have the force in your body. The force production. Uh, he wants you to be able to uh, chin up 250 pounds yeah. and, and 10 times your body weight. You, he wants you to be able to do both of those. 
13? Maybe 13. I thought it was 10. Uh, Reverse lunge, your goal body weight, so 175. You want to be able to reverse lunge it on each. Um, 10 per side. 10 per side. And then he wants you to be able to long toss at least 300 feet. Right. And with those, those metrics, those metrics, I think are achievable. And, you know, I'll kind of run through the way I want to tackle them. You know, when it comes to my weight, I'm one seventies, right? Like low one seventy. I'm about one seventy right now. It's all one seventy. Um, you know, I put on some good weight in the off season. Next six weeks, I really think I'm gonna train. I'm considering doing like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday kind of ninety mile an hour formula training regimen, right? That like they have examples on the website and kind of based on that. And then on Tuesday, Thursday, do a heavy speed and prior day. My goal is when we go to the head, when I go to the head first showcase in September, you know, I, if they do kind of run gun, I want to go close to 90, if not hopefully 90, and then maybe run a 6, 8, 6, 9. And, you know, the way I want to achieve that is, you know, by putting on some weight this off season and then grinding out my legs and my speed with agility where it can fire. So if I'm, if I can put on, you know, get to a solid 175, for that, but um, yeah, with four to six pounds, I think that would look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also maintaining speed and mm-hmm. not trying to do too much with that. You know, I think what I'm hoping to do is next six weeks go six to s- probably six days a week. I'm gonna try and lift, try new attack, not solely base it on ninety mile per hour, but attack those things because I think hitting that and it's Hitting those goals uh, would be big, and I think it would do a lot to be able to get there. And uh, I think I, I want to do that six days a week with speed and agility three to four times a week. Right. And this past offseason, what I was doing is I was pulling down Monday, Fridays. Mm-hmm. I was doing like kind of nuts. Oh, with with long toss, obviously. Long toss. Oh, what? I wasn't long toss. No, no, no. I'm saying, sorry, my plan for the next six weeks, I want to build up where I can long toss hopefully four to five times a week. Yeah, and maybe what I could do is uh, hold down on Wednesday with a long toss on Monday, Friday. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to workshop some things. There's a lot of different variables to consider, but either way, um, this past, like the quarantine offseason, I was doing six days a week. It's not it was not speed. It was it was, uh, it was a little bit of speed, but it was mainly just sprints Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah, it helped me drop my sixty, but I was also exactly. yeah. I think technique with the running guns Monday Friday. But for this next like weeks, maybe on on Tuesday and Thursday, you can do more stuff to really like pliers to attack those legs. Yeah, with heavy speed training and then lifting Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's like what I I don't know. Maybe we're we're gonna have to see. I know we're going to work with, shout out Coach Lagala at, uh, at Wagner. She's our, she, yeah, she is the GOAT. She helps us with everything. Um, so I'm probably just going to work with her to best, uh, both drop my 60 time and up my VLO with, yeah, for the next six weeks. Yeah. And obviously we're going to be swinging every day. Yeah, most days. I, I think this offseason I'll do a little better job of listening to my body, you know, if I need to take a yeah. or like yeah, I think that's fair. I think I wanna do I wanna do a better job of like listening to my head like the swinging, you know, taking time up 
obviously, like, having her tuned is not going there, take a huge hack, work on different things, different drills. I think uh, what you both have been told, like, don't overswing. You need to be able to walk away, and you need to... Yeah. Um, sure. I think a big thing is go in there, swing with a purpose. I'm working on this today. Yeah. This is what I want to work Actually on. Go in there and line to pass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to work on something. You want to find a feel. You want right. to do this. You're going in there with a purpose to get better at something, and like, you, you don't to overswing if you're right. doing that. Just get the right quality reps. For people listening at home, I, when I was 13, I said I was going to hit 100 balls a day, which I did. And that helped me so much. The only area that was a little tough with that is mentally because you can get into a habit of just thinking about your swing. Yeah. I did. I was a student in the game. And I was constantly grinding my swing. The only thing that I would go back and tell myself, shout out to my interview questions, because we're the best interview questions in the world. I would just say, work on some different things, eliminate my stride, um, just do maybe some more mature things that would help me understand my body and understand the way my body works. Yeah. yeah, and I think that is a big thing as a like as a younger player, if you had known if you had more information as a younger player, I think that would have ha- that could help a lot of people, you know? If you had the information of like, okay, this is what I should be working on because then by now you have some things completely mastered. And, like, you don't have to worry about those things. So, I don't know. I just think uh, swing with a purpose and getting information and not overswing are things that that can be very helpful for young players. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, as a young player, I think it's super important to uh, make sure you're hitting soft toss, front toss, being bad speed drills, um, you know, just a lot of stuff that yeah. help you become a good hitter in different situations. Don't go in there and just swing into that new game. That's all you're um, commanded to. But also remember, if you're not there mentally, the next game's a fresh start. Opening day's a fresh start. Go in there with positive vibes and good will take over. You know, personally, me, before the summer season, I had some concerns. I just kind of got out there on the field and the kind of the weight kind of dropped off your shoulders. You're having fun. You're seeing the uh, you're seeing the ball in. You're just trying to drive it, not trying to do too. So that's all it is, dude. You know. Yeah, so I think... Uh, I have a couple more things. Okay. okay. Nutrition, I think we really should... Uh, nutrition and sleep are two things yeah. that we are going to try and be better in this off-season a lot better. Uh, and I think maybe I might order... Uh, maybe something we could do is kind of like an experiment on our In-N-Out page. Yeah, where we can post results over, over the next four to six mm-hmm. weeks. Maybe we get... A uh, little ring we put on us when we sleep that kind of tracks your your heart your heartbeat stuff like that. And That's some, interesting. There's some different uh, bands and different stuff that you can like. We could also do. Fun. We could also do like. Uh, I don't know. You could get one of those bands, and I could get like I weigh myself every morning at the same time. Uh, um, it's like different things. I don't know. We could mix it up. I the only thing I just don't want to measure my weigh myself every day. Because, like, well, what do you think that does? Mm, I get some people say not to do it because then you uh, start obsessing over, I need to lose weight, I need to gain weight, I need to... That, 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it takes a while. And, and yeah, you're not going to see immediate results while in time. But I think it's interesting, uh, especially with the scale that I have. I bought a special scale that has 
uh, body, your body mass indicator and your muscle or your maybe that's that. Yeah, different things like that. I could record every day to see that I'm trending in the right direction. Right, and you know, on Trevor Bowers uh, YouTube pages, he kind of has a YouTube page is a blog read that shows all the stuff. And something I love that he does is his morning routine. He has all these measurements, so it's showing. Um, he has this kind of he tests his blood, and that shows like creatine loss. And then he has these other things that help him track himself. So he's like, oh, yesterday, um, my blood or creatine levels were within like one hundred. Two sixty-five, and I want to be here. But hey, today now that I'm above that, I know kind of how I'm feeling going into today. Mm-hmm. So maybe like not measurement quite like that. These are like elaborate machines, but I might start one tracking. Um, some way to tell maybe my blood pressure or kind of how much like pressure I have or my tightness, like some different things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, just try I to track think, that. I think on. nutrition, hydration, and sleep. I would agree we'll that be our best friend this off season. I think that would be big for anybody. Yeah, maybe we even just like have a, a some ounce water bottle and have a tracker and see how many we pound in a day. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good. Uh, as well. We could do we could do a water drinking competition because see who gets to a gallon first every day. See who can drink the most. I don't know something like that because it's hard sometimes to motivate yourself or even to remember to drink that much water. And uh, you really need to be drinking a lot. As an athlete who's working out, who's sweating, you need to keep your body fed and hydrated. I have to go grab something for a special segment real quick. Oh, we got some product review next. Well, well, kind of. You'll see. But I want you to tell them something. You could choose something. I have no clue what you're going to tell them. Or I could just cut this out. Just, just go. Okay, so uh, what's up, fielders? Not too much. Yeah, everything good. I'm glad. Um, but if you guys want to hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Twitter, and actually DM us with feedback because one thing we'd love to know is. What do you guys want us to be talking about more? What do you guys want us uh, to change about the podcast? What do you guys want? Um, it's audio quality. You don't want it. You want it higher. You want it lower. Like the the volume levels. You want the quality better. Whatever you want, just send us feedback. All right. Every episode, I've decided that we're going to do something. Like a little snack review, a little baseball snack review. Whether it's a little okay. protein bar. No, no. Product powder. review first. Product review first. Oh, you want to close it Product with Product review first. Product review. Got some new BGs. Franklin. Uh, let's see what these are called. CF something. <laughs> CF something. Oh, that it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. We got the Franklin, we got the Franklin CFX Pro spatting gloves. Um, these are pretty sweet. Got some red and white ones. I like these. I used to use the power straps, but I just wanted to try something different. Really like the aesthetic. Tried these out. How, how did, the, the Franklin, I also like the Franklin because the, the grip in the Franklin is great. Yeah. 
I, I really like the power strap because they're smooth, but the ones they only had extra larges. Maybe I should have extra larges, but these feel good. I got larges, uh, CFX Pros. They feel nice. The other pair I got were the Marucci Signature Batting Gloves. Um, it's these. I got like a blue pair. They're a tiny bit snug. I might kind of return them. But they have like, a nice light feel and this kind of, I don't know what this material is, but it's just, it's smooth. It's light, and I sweat a lot in my hands, so this could be a good option. Um, you know, it just won't take a lot of hacks. We're sweating a lot. These could be nice, and I think they might kind of stretch out a bit with the more hacks. So, uh, yeah, I think so too. I think they'll stretch out. That's your little product review. Wanted to close the episode with a little. That was it? That was all you wanted to say about the batting gloves? Oh, one more thing. What? Worst it. Favorite wood bat in the world, the WS243. And I broke it, and I need a new one. It's sold out everywhere. I can't find it anywhere. So, please, if anybody is listening to Wait, so what bat are you still... You, you so shout to, shout to Michael Franklin. You took his. I, I'm sorry. I'm buying it off him. The Dovetail 243. It's similar model. I just... Something about that war stick, dude. But is that bat. what you're using, like... For now, for good, the two forty three. Yeah, until you get a war stick. I mean, I'm gonna. They're very similar. I just want that war stick back. I hit really well with this one, so I might as well keep this one. But still, I just love the war stick. Um, I think it's a great bat. Super sick. Made in the USA. Just I think it's dope. Uh, can I go into my little special segment? Yeah, but it might get cut. Why? I don't know. The editor might cut it. I don't know who that is, but I just want to end every episode with a little baseball snack, uh, grind time snack. For, uh, every episode? Every episode. No. Every segment. Get, every segment episode. No. You get like one segment episode a month. One? No. One, one, one episode. One someone. Let's do every segment episode. No. Uh, people, and yeah, and you're going to be on too. I can review whether it's a protein powder, a snack, a bar, seeds, anything related to baseball working out, I'm reviewing it. But this is more this is more of something you take a video of yourself trying and put it on the Instagram. Yeah, but I could but this is not it, this is not good podcast content. Doesn't matter. We're doing it today on the podcast today. This is YouTube content. Just for today. Alright, fine. Even it's it will be somewhere somewhere in the media group I am I'm just doing one today on the podcast. I'm introducing it. Today, we're doing a sunflower seed review. Spitz Craft Pepper. Let me tell you. Show, never, show the people. Show the people. We'll, we'll post it on Instagram. Never a cracked pepper guy. And you can see they're empty for two reasons. One, because Micah and I had some on the golf course. Micah. On the empty. golf course? But I spilled half of it in the car. So, it's a great flavor. Never liked cracked pepper. I'm going to do a little review on that real quick. You've had them before, but you're reviewing them for us. Just, just because I'm introducing them for the first time, but now from now on, it'll be a new snap. I didn't really like give it a score on the golf course. I was playing golf. I was just like, oh, these are good. But now, this will review. It's cracked pepper. They got a little, little peppery vibe, a little bit of spice, a little bit of kick. Great seed. It's jumping up my seed rankings because I like salty caramel. I like dill pickle. Salty caramel? Mm-hmm. 
That's gross. They're delicious. You had them like once and they're amazing. That's gross. Alright. The great seed, we're going to give it a 7.6. 7.6. That's the review. Shout out to Stuart Press. Spit Sunflower Seeds Review. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. A lot of cool podcasts. Uh, a lot of cool content coming. I broke my phone, so I couldn't post today about the podcast. Last ah, week. Yeah, that's why you haven't posted anything for like two months. <laughs> but we're going to get good about it. I will get good on it. Uh, new podcast coming soon featuring Mike. Maybe uh, a few. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. But new podcast coming soon for Locker Media. Yeah, that's Will Harrison. New podcast coming out soon. Also, also, we got, uh, we're going to start posting te- teasers on the Instagram. I'm stoked. It's going to be super fun. Um, a lot of awesome stuff to come out. It's school year and off-season time. Uh, a little bit more locked in. So, hope you guys enjoy. Ron, you got any last notes? No, I'm just uh, excited for the off-season. Oh, so you do. You said, no, I'm just excited. I said, so, yes, you do have a note. Okay, just eat your seeds. Just eat your seeds and... Get out of here, okay? I'm excited for the off-season. I'm excited for training. I'm excited for some showcases. I'm excited for some locker room media stuff coming out. Hopefully soon, within the next month, we can get a few, maybe one to two new podcasts out. Some stuff on the the In-N-Out YouTube channel. Different stuff. So, you guys who like podcasts, interested in other new podcasts, interested in starting your own podcast, Reach out to us, be on the lookout, and uh, thanks thanks for listening. Alright, well, do the intro. Nope. 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 Always having trouble. You know what, you guys? Do the outro music.